0: Welcome back, Know-It-Alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. spend more money because I'm trying to
1: save. Well, let's look at it this way if you were in your current situation but living in your parents' basement, would you and your boyfriend be banging all the time? No, no. So, living oh, no. on your own now, this is oh, yeah. a sweet spot. Oh, yeah. No money. But the dick. Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
0: I moved out of my parents' house to Because peel, of the dick. Mainly. Oh. I was like, I need to have... I'm going to... I want a relationship and I need to meet someone and not live at my parents' house. I needed freedom. I needed privacy. I needed to feel like an adult.
1: And since we didn't live in Alabama, you couldn't have that relationship with your dad. Exactly.
0: I get so it. So it became tough. That's
1: why I'm moving to Alabama.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: And getting my dad to come back from the dead.
0: Yes. Yeah. Have fun.
1: Yeah.
0: We're going to get to some wishes later, so... Oh, fuck Yeah. <laughs> So,
1: <laughs> everything's coming on millhouse
0: yeah, we'll get there we'll get there um but yeah i don't know it's weird because you know a couple topics we have here is you know talking about what life was like before we had money and then when you get that big person job yeah and adult job and start making money and mine has fluctuated so much and i'm at the point now where i've stopped taking that many trips a year and i have to start thinking about um saving and and i i so paying off those student loans... It's not
1: a bad place to be, though. No, You've it's just more You've done the suggestion. Your parents say travel. You travel. Yeah. It's they, just
0: more stressful. Because I want to still take three or four trips a year, but it's not sustainable when I'm living on There's own, a lot of things so.
1: I want to do that yeah. I can't.
0: But it makes me sad, and my happiness goes
1: away. But then money can solve that problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so money I can literally...
0: money. Right? Buy happiness. You. I told you. So, yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at when, in terms of money. Um...
1: Most people don't like talking about money. Like, we're not throwing out numbers. We're not throwing out job positions or anything like that. We're just letting you know that there's there's times when... I mean, in my life where I've had not enough money to pay bills and I'm using my credit card for stuff. And that put me in a really super shitty spot for, Mm -hmm. like, four years. And then I started making big boy money. And I just sold my car. I didn't have a cell phone. And I just worked to pay stuff off. And everything worked itself out because I was determined to... Not owe all that money to mm-hmm. all those places for mm-hmm. stuff that I didn't possibly need. Yeah. There, there's things that when I see, I just, I need to buy. Yeah. I, like G.I. Joe toys was like a disease. I had to buy them. Yeah. Comics. Well, that's
0: the thing. I mean, like a lot of, again, people don't want to talk about money and, and stuff and people have asked me, how do I go on so many trips a year? like how, how I'm 26 years old, how have I traveled as much as I have? Which again, isn't crazy. I'm not rich and I'm not like spending years abroad traveling um, in that kind of wealth. But like- Hostels are cheap. Hostels are cheap. But I just tell people, I'm like, okay, I literally just save all my money for that thing. But, but yeah, I blow large amounts of money on that. I way.
1: blow lots of dudes <laughs> yeah. to make a lot of money yeah. to go on a <laughs> lot of trips. Yeah. And this, this mouth ain't stopping yeah. anytime soon.
0: <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, people are like, how do you... Oh, that was s- me talking about myself. Yes, that was you. Um, as the people are like, how do you spend some... Like, how do you um, have the money? Because I don't... Uh, I luckily don't use like... And this is not about your past, but I, I know people um, that are my age that use credit cards and rack up debt to oh, yeah. travel and stuff. I don't. I use. Oh, that can be trips. directed at me. Like, yeah, like, you did that one point. I did, yeah. But, Um, I don't, I just pay for it, but I also don't have... Like, my vices, the things that I impulsively spend my money on is travel, tattoos, and, like, things like Lush. Like, if you can pitch me, like, a body lotion or a body wash that is, like, some organic fucking essential oil, fair trade, locally made, whatever... I'm going to buy that bottle
1: for $27. See, essential oils for me are what I use to solve my hunger, (laughs) my hair loss. No, no,
0: I'm not uh, like that. My stress.
1: No, I just like my skin to feel nice. Sometimes when I can't poop right. Yeah. Sometimes when I poop too much.
0: Okay, stop.
1: Sometimes when I'm tired. (laughs) If I can't get my remote to work properly, I just rub essential oil on it and my my remotes work. It's an amazing product. I shouldn't have brought
0: that up. (laughs) Um, No, I just, I like the beauty products like I'm a sucker for stuff that makes my skin but yeah your, your vices
1: aren't aren't like these I don't know you're not buying a $12 pack of smokes every day exactly you're not buying a $20 booze every two days yeah and that will add up to a point where you can't do the other stuff you want yeah but I'm not gonna say you can't do it because if that's your vice go crazy if yeah. that makes you happy do it yeah Right? Just don't hurt anybody in the process, right? Or 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 yourself. yourself.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I grew up in this town where people went out drinking a lot, and I was never a big drinker and partier and stuff. And and if I did go, I just didn't drink that much. And um, people are like, How can you save up? And I'm like, Because I literally don't spend my money throughout the week.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. (laughs)
0: Like, I save it up for this week that I have off. (laughs) Yeah, like,
1: you you can put it on paper and put the money that they're spending. On their liquor yeah and you put your money that you're spending on vacations and at the end of the year it's the same amount of money yeah you're just doing something different than they are with it yeah right and Which, neither one of you is right or wrong because yeah. you're both enjoying yourself
0: yeah just you know make sure you you're prioritizing what you want to do first
1: I, I remember when i first moved here there was uh, one of the young kids working for me he was just moving out he was 19 years or 20 years old and he was moving out of his parents house and he's like hey man can you help me go through a budget because like mm-hmm. you've lived on your own for a while I was like, yeah, I'll help, you, I'll help you figure out a budget. So we went through rent and stuff uh, in town here. And I'm looking through his budget. And I was like, what's this $800 right here? It says booze. What is, what is that? He's like, that's my, my booze budget. I was like, on what planet are you spending $200 a week in liquor? Like, that's your budget? Like You, you don't budget that into your I'm moving out budget. Yeah. You know, Food, electricity. You know, mm-hmm. cable for your internet, rent, you know, gas for your car, insurance, cell phone bill. Those are yeah. the things you, like, need in in this society and where we live, right? Mm-hmm. Those are those are necessities. Booze isn't even on the ledger. Yeah. But for him, it was the most expensive thing he was willing to spend a month on it. That's insane. Because that's what he was spending a month See, at that going out to the bar.
0: At that point, I don't... Um as much as we say you pick your vice and you you know spend your prioritize yeah. your money, at that point that's that's becomes unhealthy. That sounds like an addiction.
1: If it's more than that's, your rent Yeah that's if you too prior much. prioritize your, your liquor expenditure over your rent. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's insane. That's just my opinion though.
0: Yeah. I hear
1: a lot of people I mean there's there's what? there's what 27,000 people in town mm-hmm. and there's a liquor store for every thousand people yeah it's true that's fucked up
0: yeah that's why I find it interesting because people immediately think that I have all this money and I'm like I can show you my bank account it is not I've never been well I have there was one time I came back from Europe and I just went too much too hard too fast I went to Europe during university I had no money and I came back with a had $19 in bank that. account and the place I had set up to work when I got uh-huh. back did not hire me remember like that. they didn't let me come back um so I had to get I actually went to two of my previous jobs and worked at both of them. Um but I fell into a deep depression. And it wasn't just that. It was like a poor relationship and then stress at university and then it stopped that ended and I went to Europe and had a great time but when I came back, I missed traveling, I missed that experience and I came back to zero money and a lot of frustration and confusion and I fell into depression. So which leads to money? money equals happiness (laughs) because I was very upset but I mean I don't have $19 in my bank account but I also don't like if anyone looks at my bank account just the numbers they wouldn't be like oh yeah you totally went on a cruise this year I can Mm -hmm. see how you did that like I have to budget and make it work
1: but that's also not saying that somebody who's happy is rich Oh, that's true. Because you can be happy without money. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. But to, to do the things that you enjoy out of life, you you personally, yeah. just like me, I need money for the things I like. Mm-hmm. I do. Can I live without them? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of times where I've gone months without doing the things I love or buying the things I like because mm-hmm. I don't have the money. Yeah. It's just a matter of being intelligent enough to not overspend using a credit card. Yeah. Which getting that bill and not being able to pay it definitely doesn't make you happy. No
0: just stress i mean i can't imagine i look at like for example the amount of money i spent going to disneyland and i look at i just like add up in my head this is how many times i've been this is the average cost oh my god yeah um but at the same time i'm like okay right now i can't afford to go and it's not open um but one thank day, god cause one day, be the- <laughs> i'm gonna go again and I'm, I'm gonna i always do it when i have the money to go so i mean looking at it You know, adding up the money that you spend on those vices, on those special things that you love can be shocking. Um, But if you think that it's worth it and you're not hurting yourself, you're not putting yourself in harm's way or, you know, destroying your life. Yeah. I say go for it. I mean, it depends on what your vice is.
1: Oh. Well, I can read you a little story that I found yesterday. Okay. Which this gentleman, I, I... I bet that he thinks money buys happiness because he has a very specific fetish. And let me read you the story. I found it in an Australian uh, online uh, article. Okay. So it starts out. Two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes after being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom, what? Only, okay. only to discover they had got the wrong address. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay, so, hey, real quick
0: question: How does one get stroked with a broom?
1: Well, I know how I stroke myself. Yeah, but I think you just rub him with a like a bristle, like a witch's bristle broom. That I, sounds scratchy. Okay, then a soft broom? Maybe he likes the... That
0: sounds tickly. <laughs> I don't know. I continue. Well, well,
1: hey, don't, don't judge him. <laughs> I'm not shaming but anyone. But it, is, it just, is weird, right? I'm like, just inquisitive. So he's willing to pay for it. But these people had machetes. So the fantasy is to break into the house, I think, mm-hmm. with machetes. Home invasion. And then rub a broom up and down on the guy while he wears his underwear. Mm-hmm. So one of the men, Terrence Leroy... Sorry, Terrence, if you're listening, but... You know, public knowledge has now been acquitted of entering the home in July 2019, intending to intimidate while armed with an offensive weapon after the New South Wales District Court accepted his explanation. Conceding the facts of the case are unusual, Judge Sean Grant set out his reasons for the not guilty verdict, saying that the evidence did not suggest the men's actions were intentional. If you can imagine two people breaking into your house with machetes and a broom, and then...
0: I feel bad for this guy that was mistakenly, you know, you you Wait till till you hear the price (laughs) of what he
1: paid for it. So, they carried the machetes either as a prop or something to use in that fantasy. The fantasy was unscripted, and there was discretion as to how it would be carried out. According to court documents, a man living in Western NSW near Griffith wanted a broom handle to be rubbed around his underwear. So there you have it. Mm, the handle. The handle. Weird. He was willing to pay $5,000 if it was, and I quote, really good, court documents said. So what's the difference between really good and really bad? Like Are they poking them in the dick? Well, I would
0: say, is it really good rubbing, or is it the convincing nature of... The fantasy. Like, if they're really good actors.
1: Like, standing there with machetes, thinking, like, if you don't enjoy the broom handle, guess what? Yeah. Machete time. Down by the dick. So, the police said that the intended client had a history and proclivity for engaging the the services of people. Mm -hmm. So, he's often paid for these things. He had made arrangements with a man on Facebook for people to engage in the role play, and he sent his address before he later updated it after moving a house more than thirty miles away, oh, no. <laughs> so it wasn't even across the street. Like you're waiting by patiently mm-hmm. for your people to break in. You notice that your neighbors getting broken into. You're like, "Fuck! I paid for that shit." Yeah, and they're getting it for free. <laughs> would, would, would you run over there in your underwear? <laughs> the residents of the home where the man mistake, where the man mistakenly turned up to and turned up told the police that they had noticed a light on in the lounge about six fifteen a.m. That he assumed it was a friend who visits him daily to bring him coffee. He said he called out, Bugger, it's too early. So he thought us his friend. After hearing a voice asking, Is your name Kevin? The man said he turned his light on to see two men he did not recognize standing next to his bed, both holding machetes. A conversation then ensued in which the pair repeatedly sought to establish whether he was Kevin, each time being told no in response. At one point, one of them asked, Are you sure you're not Kevin? As we were told to come to this address and pick up Kevin. Eventually accepting their error, the duo then left, with one of them saying, Sorry, mate, and shaking the resident's hand while the other said, Bye. (laughs) The resident then called police. Okay. Yep. So, $5,000. Yeah. He either has no money, and this is worth it to him, or he has way too much money, and he's bored as shit, and this is his new thing. I'm
0: going to say he has a lot of money, and like, yeah, just bored, (laughs) nothing else. Worthwhile to spend it on. Right. I can't even think of... Like, for me, anything... $5,000 or over to me is a big purchase. Huge purchase. Like, that is... Unless I'm going
1: to drive it or live in it? Yeah. Like, or what? Have it poke my genitals?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm confused. I
1: just want to know what what, uh, subsections in Pornhub he's visiting that I've never seen yet. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's gone through the... Everything.
0: I want to know what else he He's paid for to it? do.
1: Well, he, he, he does this a lot, apparently. He engages the services of others. Yeah. I, sh- I should. I just want to
0: know what else the machete was for.
1: Uh, scaring him? Yeah. So if you had $5,000 extra would this be something you'd spend money on? No. That was pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> pretty quick. No. No. Yeah, uh, no. If I, I don't even know why I listened to that story. No.
0: If I was given $5,000... Um, the logical thing for me to do is just be like put it on my loan payment and, and chip away at that but I'm really bad for like anytime I come into a little bit of money I'm like I deserve to spend this <laughs> on myself so I would go on a trip <laughs> I would go on Facebook I get and tattoos I get a bunch of tattoos I would I'd find two
1: trip. guys and I would arm them with machetes and give them the wrong address I wonder if he got his money back
0: Oh, I hope so. I mean, I, I feel bad for. I mean, when you first said that, I really thought that the victim in that case legitimately was like tied down and like they were poking with a creature. Can out. you fucking imagine? But I'm really glad they asked who he was first. Like, that is a. Uh... Uh, that is a good job. Good job to the people carrying out the service. I'm not going to shame this man.
1: And where or can I go? providers to become one of these service providers because yeah. I could definitely rub a dude's dick with a broomstick for five grand. You know, what? two dudes. You know, a dog. Just I don't care. Point me in the direction where I get to rub genitals with a broomstick for five thousand dollars. I know, that's amazing. You know what? I'll do it for four thousand dollars. No,
0: this guy should get a hold of you. Okay, twenty dollars. <laughs>
1: 20 bucks is 20 bucks. (laughs) 20 bucks. I'd take a shot in the mouth. I mean, I'd touch a dude's balls with a broom handle for 20 bucks. (laughs)
0: Oh, no. This is going somewhere really quickly. Let's change the topic to something else. I have a question for you as we, I guess, move into some questions. That's awesome. So it was so cool. But then I also have experiences in hostels where, like, the first hostel I ever went into, we knew it was going to be bunk beds. My friend and I got there in Amsterdam. And we were like, okay, let's get a bed. And they come up, they're like, is a queen size bed okay? And we're like, what the fuck? We're like, what? it's it's right. And we're like, this is bunk beds. Like, what do you mean? We're like, yeah. So we go into the room, the bunk beds. First of all, queen. Interesting viewpoint. Interesting perspective. What a queen is. Single. They were they were they were twin beds. <laughs> like they were double, but they're for two people, but tiny. And they were still bunk bed, bunk beds. So my friend and I had the top of a bunk, and we had to sleep next to each other. And there were 14 people in the room, in this tiny room. Yeah. And out of the 14, like nine of them were male. Nine or 10 of them were male. So you yeah, have And at night, it was just a, st- it honestly wasn't hard to sleep because it was just a steady hum of snoring. It never went like, <laughs> there was never a down. It was just, <laughs> like, that's all you heard all night is like all these different, <laughs> it was like a symphony of snores, if you will. But it's okay. We're in Amsterdam. We're high as fuck. So it was like, whoa. Yeah, but
1: was it actually happening, or were you just high? No,
0: it was. It was happening. It was absolutely happening. Uh, we also, at one point, we didn't want to wake people up, so we go in at night grab our bag and drag it into the yeah. hall and we sat in the hall and these two guys like, everyone's stoned we're stoned we're, we're going to shower we're gonna, going to through our bags and these two guys are like hey guys what are you doing down here and they have like chocolate bars they're like do you want a chocolate bar and so they were like breaking off pieces and feeding it to us as we're going through our bag not like to our mouths but like giving us a chunk we're like mm, chocolate and we're going through a bag we made friends they were sharing it was a Melka mm. chocolate bar it was amazing um, and it was, it was but it was interesting like it was just a weird thing we also found out that in the showers you had to have an even amount of people showering um in order for it to be hot water
1: it's a little weird one person freezing was there a sign no we figured it out <laughs> please shower in pairs <laughs>
0: three people if you don't freezing. have a
1: pair come down to the front desk someone will help you
0: <laughs> yeah. but her and I and this is also the time oh. when she we were super stoned came back Got everything, and she bought, in the airport on the way there, she bought, like, mini Oreos. Like, the little, you know the little, like, snack packs? They were, like, birthday cake or something? Yeah, And I, unbeknownst to me, she took them with her into the shower stall. (laughs) You don't do that? And her and I were showering. Uh, We kept one stall in between us free, so we were one stall away from each other. But we had to make sure that every time the water was on, in one in one of our stall the other one was. So we we're continually hitting it at the same time, so that we kept the water on at the same time. And so we're talking and laughing and showering and blah blah blah. And we get out, and like she has this wrapper, oh. and she, I was like, "What? Did you find that in there?" I was like, "I was like that. We bought that at the airport like yesterday." And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, Is, "Did you finish it?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like. How did you eat a whole package of Oreos in the shower? She's like, I was, I was like, we, we were talking the entire time. She's like, I was, was eating a handful. Like she just reached out of the shower and fulfill her yeah. mouth with Oreos, but continue to talk to me. So yeah, she had a whole bag of Oreos in the shower when she was high.
1: That's the same friend. I, I took her to a trip to, on a trip to BC for yeah. to work. And then, you know, she was staying at a hotel with one of the other employees and I was staying somewhere else. And then I go to pick them up so we could go, you know, you've done the trip, right? Down yes. to Seattle, or wh- I think I went to Whistler with her this time. Yeah. And we're sitting in the car, and she goes, Oh my God, the water here tastes so good. And I was like, You bought a bottle of water? No, I drank so much in the shower today. And I was like, What? She so, goes, Yeah, I was just drinking water in the shower. And I'm just picturing her, right? Just like, Oh, 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 oh just swallowing water. It's like, Wait, did you shower with hot water or cold water? Because I couldn't, like, fill my mouth with hot water sitting drinking. and drinking it, right? so i I don't know i didn't ask i was just like sure whatever that's sure welcome to bc
0: good job and then
1: i found out about the oreos i'm like this girl's got a shower eating drinking
2: situation i was gonna
0: say she's also the person that like i'm sure was one of the first people to introduce me to shower beers like shower drinks like i'm sure she was one of the people that was like you need to do it like i know she had many shower drinks in her lifetime
1: if you're not drinking in the shower why are you showering <laughs> it seems like a waste
0: I know my parents were because like my sister's husband still does that you know well into his 30s <laughs> and they were like what do you mean he drinks in there and I was like you've never heard of shower beers and my parents were like what the fuck what, is, what the fuck is it? Sh- people drink beer in the shower and I'm like first of all
1: your yes. dad's like well I mean I eat Oreos in the shower <laughs> yeah.
0: but I don't drink beer but also second of all I've done it. and It is <laughs> wonderful. Like to drink, having a hot shower.
2: Yes. So good pleasure. So, uh, so for some of you that aren't aware or or uh, don't know the whole story. And I've, have we really talked about the whole tantric stuff? We did. We already did that once. So did we just do it? Just no, talking I, you, offline? You, you teased about it. Like you, you did a oh, tease, okay. but
1: we, we went into the, the sex parties and the swinging lifestyle, ah, but we didn't right. okay. we didn't talk tantric. I, I know that when I first, like when you were talking about it, I, I didn't understand much. But then when you were in Estonia and you're like, Hey, come out, come out for a week. Right. I'm out here for a couple of weeks taking this course. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I, I love Estonia. I've been there once before. Beautiful. If, you know, I got a free place to stay. Fuck yeah. Fly out. So during the day, you were in class, and I didn't really know what you were doing. And I'm just like wandering around the city, and then I sit down for dinner with you and some of your classmates. And you guys are talking about like like doing a bouquet out of like testicles and shit. And I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about? And, like like oh man, <laughs> yeah, I had, like the eight orgasms. I'm like, you had eight orgasms in class. So are are you guys like touching each other's like junk or vagina? Like what's going on? Yeah. What, what's what's a class like? Let's say there's what, 10 people in it?
2: Well, you know, I've I've done a couple of different courses, but we'll talk about the one that I was doing in Estonia. So uh, when you came out, it was during the second part of the uh, teaching course I was in. So the first, the first like 10 days did uh, the part of the course where we learned how to do some different massage work. Uh, We got our therapist uh, certification. And so basically at that point, at least as far as that school uh, considers it, we were certified to give that type of massage that we were trained in, which was a, a tantra massage. And, and that's it, but not teach it just to do it. Just like being like, you know, you, somebody hires you, you give them a massage kind of thing right? okay. Or you can, or you can, you know, obviously yeah. massage your lover or whatever, you know, also. So anyway, when you first came out, I can't remember, was, was it, was it when I was having a break in between, um, the courses or did you come out? I like, think I think I was there for like your last two days of
1: your break. I think I was only there for like five days. That's right. Because so the break is had... only
2: part of it. And then and then I was then I was back in the classes while you were still there. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But Cause, I, cause I I think was only that's... my break was only a couple of days, right? Okay. Yeah, but when I first got there, you
1: you were on a break because right. you're able to jump grab right. me at the
2: airport and stuff. And yeah. Exactly. Okay. So um so when you came out, we were just starting the uh teacher part of of my training, which is an additional like twenty days. And so there's about yeah, there's 20 now there's 20 there's 23 of us because one person had to drop out so we were unbalanced by one person because they, they try to keep it so there's an even amount of men e- an even amount you know with women's because okay. for the for the because uh, when you're working with people and the energy you know and you, you do different types of massages they wanted it gender balanced right well one of the guys had to drop out due to a family emergency so we had we had one extra woman uh, so there's 23 people total and so the teaching portion of it was We continued on with what we'd learned in the therapist part, but now we were basically just studying more about how to tell others how to do it, how to, how to develop, how to. In the positivity and the love and everything, it's just all mixed in there together, right? And the care. I mean, it's not necessarily love because, you know, I mean, you may or may not be doing this with a lover, in which case it would be more so but in this case, just with somebody that, you know, on a professional level that cares about you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, and so from there, we went on to an experience that I've shared with you before, and I will do it more in depth for this podcast. Talk about it. We went to our final session of that teaching, right? So that was when I had the experience that I will never forget. So we went to the final the day before the last day before we went home of this course. And, um, we picked a partner. I have a a lovely young partner. I won't mention her name since she's doesn't need to have her name put on here. Uh, I don't think she'd mind, but I just don't have her consent. So, uh, but this level young lady, mid twenties, beautiful, amazing, uh, wonderful inner spirit. She's, uh, she works with animals in in the past and, and, and she's a dancer, just, just beautiful, just beautiful inside and out. And, uh, and so I'd worked with her once before in the two weeks, we'd had a, a time where I'd given her a massage. It was the, it was the first time that I'd given the massage after I was taught the whole, the whole massage components. And that was a, wasn't the greatest massage, obviously being my first, but she was very, you know, giving, gave me a lot of notes, you know, helped me to get through it, you know, from being nervous. And so, it was nice that I could do this final massage with her to, to kind of contrast from where I was, you know, when I started and like, like six days later. Right. So I gave her a massage. It went really well. Uh, I think she was happy you know, from what I could see. And then it came time for my massage. So we took a break, you know, showered, cleaned up, came back. And, and the second session for the, the, the final basically started. And so she, you know, so you start out, you know, you're on your stomach, you know, you're on your stomach. She starts off, you know, you know you, you start off having your back massage and your legs. I mean, it's basically a complete full body massage. And how long uh, does that go for? Well, the whole massage in my case lasted about three hours. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. But the last, but the last hour was the, the, the more intimate part. Right. So as far as our teacher con- is considered when we were being taught You should not touch the genitals for a minimum of an hour and a half. So at least an hour and a half. Nobody tells me how
1: long to stay away from genitals.
2: (laughs) No, well, (laughs) my genitals, especially yours. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she's giving me a massage. It's feeling great. I told her that I I like the feeling of, of, of nails. So she was doing some light scratching on my back, which was very erotic. Oh man. I love the feeling of nails on my back. Not like ripping your flesh out kind of nails, but just lightly, just lightly, a little bit of scratching. You know what I mean? And so that was feeling really good. And then this is the part where it gets interesting. All of a sudden, and this was something that we were demonstrated earlier in the week, but I'd never had it happen in any of my sessions. Uh, But it happened
1: to other people in the class? Yes, it happened to other people.
2: Yeah, but I'd never had it happen because I'd never really had too many of the times where I had two people giving me a massage. And And it did happen a little bit but not to the extent that it did in the final massage that, that I had um, we were taught this, some warrior touching like between men type of touching in one of our sessions. It was like, like they broke us into a woman only class and a men only class. And they were talking about how, how men touch each other, like the more tribal ways. Like, so like when men are just like, you know, like jumping around fires and stuff and like smacking each other on the back and pounding each other's (laughs) chests and we're men, you know, and you're a man and I'm a man and all that kind of stuff. Right. And it's supposed to, Bring out this masculine warrior energy.
1: You knife. just maybe want to go work on my car.
2: Right there. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hunt a moose and jack up a Camaro. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> bareheaded but knife. Exactly. Moose. Who needs a
1: gun?
2: <laughs> just mount on the car. Hit it with the car. I go hunting uh, with the car. You know what? Actually, do that. The, the, moose, the moose would take out the car. Well, uh, the, the, you, you'd hit right through the moose's legs, right? They're tall and skinny. Yeah. Then the body would yeah. just smash into yeah. Your oh, yeah. It, it would be, crush yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, you'd yep. be dead. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So anyways, part of the, um, the massage stuff that we were taught that, okay. So, so all the massaging and touching she's doing is waking up your sexual energy. Right. So believe yeah. me, let me tell you, let me tell you having a, uh, a woman basically barely dressed. You is the fact that i'm like surely she must be tired i mean i i feel like i am like i shouldn't be taking you know i'm kind of like do i deserve to have this many you know i mean she's doing a lot of work you know you know whatever and uh i look down and she's just smiling like the the cat that swallowed the canary she <sighs> is just having a blast she is enjoying the fact that she is helping me do this. And then I'm having this amazing experience. Don't you get that
1: same like pleasure? Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: When you you pleasure somebody, you're like, exactly. That that was me. I did that. That was me. I did that. Yeah. And so, and so I'm like, okay, well, she looks like she's having a good time. So I'm having a good time. And so we go when we do four and I'm thinking, okay, okay. Four is unbelievable. I'm, I'm feeling like I, I'm feeling like I'd ran a mile around the track. I mean, I am, I'm sweaty, I'm, I'm beat, my muscles are all clenching up and stuff. And um, You fear walking down the stairs at the end of the <laughs> class because you're not going to make it? Yeah, like wobbly legs, like, yeah. a, like a deer that got shot, <laughs> you know. And she, she kind of lays down next to me, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's nice. She's just going to lay next to me for a little bit, and we'll kind of relax and chill out. And, she, and this is the part that totally made it. She leans over in my ear and says, do you want to stop? Or do you want to see how many you can have? And that was like, man, green light, go, man, hit the friggin' gas pedal. I'm like, I'm like, let's keep going. And so we did. And I really don't know if it was eight or nine. I say nine, but it might've just been eight. All I know oh, is oh, that oh, no.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. Only, only eight?
2: Yeah. All, all I know is, is that every single one from that point forward got more and more intense. And the last one, I was literally jackknifed <laughs> off the mattress, like like an L. I mean, I mean, my body was just so clenched up, and I mean, it was so intense. And I swear it lasted at least thirty seconds to a minute long. I mean, it so was, how it many was just, other people are in the class at the same time while this is happening to them? Um, well, there's. About eighty, well, it was about seventy to eighty people total. So there's like and forty couples, and they're all partnered up, all making yes. noises yeah. and twitching. Yes. Yeah, so all around you, so all so, so that but see that only heightened how this felt while I was doing it. I mean, you think, oh, I'm gonna look you. you you're too busy with your own life to be worried about what everybody else is doing around you, really. Yeah, but I you mean, can hear. Them. I, I mean, always, I'm not. I'm that's not always saying, a bonus. I, I'm not saying I didn't get a few glimpses here and there, but uh, but you can hear them, and it's like. It's like this symphony of pleasure. And all you can hear is because, you know, because some people, some people did the, uh, the women half the first and some did the men. So basically it's kind of a mixture of both for each session. And so all you can hear around you is like literally like almost, it, it was like, here in the wild, we observed the wild, <laughs> the wild orgasmic call of the striped gazelle. No, but, but I mean, all you could hear was every type of like potentially orgasmic sound you could hear. One woman sounded like she was being murdered. I mean, like ah! you know, just crazy screaming, <laughs> uh, moaning, crying, yelling, grunting. I mean, it was like it was like the most primal thing I have ever heard, and that's saying a lot considering some of the situations I've been in. Uh, uh, with my other stories, yeah, but um, it was but it was th- there's it was no intense. there's no cleanup in aisle four this way. No, no, no. Well, I think some people had some cleanup in <laughs> aisle four situations, but I did not. I was there to lear- learn about energy, and um, and so anyway, we basically stopped it at, at eight, and I I basically had to pull a was it Roberto Duran and No Moss. I had to throw in the towel because either I was going to die or I need Gatorade or something. I mean, I was, I was literally, <laughs> electrolytes. I was, Give me yes, electrolytes. I was literally drenched in sweat. My body wouldn't unclench. I was, you know, having cramping. I mean, it was just, I'm just like, I, I can't handle this. I mean, I, my body, no guy's body who had only ever had like one orgasm really at a time can handle eight in an hour. Okay, no, that is not with
1: that attitude. He can't. <laughs> I'm not,
2: mama didn't raise no quitter. <laughs>
1: Step up your game, big boy pants. Let's do this, or actually, big boy no pants. Let's do
2: this exactly. So, so that was that was an unbelievable experience, but to so to cap it off later. I was talking so so we all were staying kind of dorm style at this retreat so there's like me and like four other dudes that were sharing a room and you know so everybody was sharing rooms and uh, my roommates were like dude we could hear you all the way across the room I was like how'd you know it was me he says because you're the only one who would yell out oh fuck every time <laughs> you had a work <laughs> and they said we knew it was you because every time when you wake up in the morning as soon as your feet hit the floor you'd say oh fuck <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, well, it's one of my favorite words, <laughs> and and the other thing is that I, I told my teacher we were you know later on like uh, after that we had we we went, had dinner afterward um after this we all you know, cleaned up and showered and we had dinner I was talking to my teacher and I told him that I'd had the you know nine orgasms and uh, he didn't believe me he didn't think I could have that many I mean I, and I'm like wow okay well. I know it's possible. You don't have to believe me. I know it's possible, you know. But isn't and, that like his job to make that possible? Exactly. Exactly. It. And honestly, I I don't know, at least as far as any of the other guys in the class, if anybody had that many. I talked to several of the other guys. Most of them had one. A few had two. So apparently I was the overachiever uh, for the class. And I don't mind that one bit. Well, I think your partner was the overachiever. Oh man, she's she was an all pro. She wanted the gold medal. She has a heart of gold and then she's beautiful to boot. I will say this you will never forget the first person who gives you nine orgasms in, in a massage session. How about well, that? Well, I'm
1: looking forward to not forgetting whoever that person is <laughs> in the future.
2: So <laughs> exactly. I, I might have to go take a tantric course in the Czech Republic and maybe Estonia. Who knows? Yes, exactly. So so that so that was my first experience with that, right? And so I've had Sometimes after I got back home, there's some other people here in the in the midwest who've also trained with various tantra modalities and uh this one lady here in town we did a session where I gave her a massage she gave me a massage and so she gave me a massage in the techniques of the the Estonia class that's where she learned okay
0: It'll all work out. Yeah, we'll be fine. That that was the best part, by the way. I don't know if we ever said this, but the, the thing, the best part about us going to Europe when I like randomly bought flights to go with you guys, I had no place to stay. We were just hoping that I could do this. I literally, the whole time we're doing this, I was like, challenge accepted. Bring it on. We like a challenge. And then we got there and they're like, fuck you. It's 37 degrees and we took away your luggage. And we're like, shit. You play hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this game. Yeah, so we we'll put this on hard mode. But yeah, we like a challenge. I'm, tr- I'm trying
1: right. to do the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, Konami code and it's not working.
0: No, it did not. Uh, anyways, I remember,
1: I remember going with my mom and she had to get a new cell phone for the trip. Because cell phones that she had was an old flip phone. Yeah. It was like 2012. So she needed a smartphone for the trip and she didn't have a smartphone. So what she had to do is she went into her cell phone distributor, wherever they get their cell phones from down in the States. I don't know how it works. Yeah. It's different than out here. Yeah. And so she had to get a loaner and she got an iPhone, same iPhone I had. So she had it and she's all excited that she has it. But my mom with technology, as you've all heard, she has no idea how to use any of it. None of it at all. <laughs> yeah. So she's always asking me, hey, hey, can you show me how to do this? Can, no, can you do this? Not, can you show me how to do this? Because I'm always saying, I'll show you how to do it so that you know how to do it. She's like, just fucking do it for me. So she wanted me to set an alarm for her. Because when... I, I don't understand what's happening when I travel with my mom. But if we have to leave the hotel at 9 in the morning, mm-hmm. she has to get up at 6. Oh. Uh-huh. It, she needs her coffee. She needs to go to the bathroom, she needs to eat, she needs to do her hair, and she needs to do her makeup.
0: Yeah, all of that takes me about a half an hour. Three hours.
1: <laughs> and I was just like, if I'm going to bed at 5 a.m., we got to leave at 9, it gives me four hours, I'm good. Yeah. Right? And, but no, with my mom, she, she had to be up like three hours before we had to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was blew my mind. She's like, here, set my alarm for me. I was like, you have an iPhone. Just say, hey, Siri, set an alarm. She's like, I'm not doing that. Just set the alarm for me. I was like, I'm not setting your fucking alarm when you can do it yourself. Let me show you how. She was, I don't care. I won't have this phone when I get back, so it won't matter. I was like, eventually your flip phone is not going to be your phone. You're going to have one of these. So you may as well learn how to use it now. So I'll teach you how to use, you know, Mm -hmm. the alarm. And she said, no, just just do it. Just do the alarm for me, and we're done. Just set it for 6 a.m. for tomorrow. <clears throat> so I'm getting a little bit frustrated. I want to show her how to use it. And so I figured like I've got 14 days or something mm-hmm. of doing everything for her with this phone. Yeah. How to take a picture. How do I call my husband? How do I FaceTime? Like how do I send an email? How do I send a text? So I'm getting a little frustrated. It's like, fine, I'll do it if you just leave me alone. So I grab her phone. She goes, where are you going? It's like, I have to take a dump. So I'm going to do it. I'm taking a dump. What time do you want it for, right? 6 a.m. No problem. So I walk into the bathroom and I squeeze out a big one. And then I take a picture of the big one on her phone. And then I change the lock screen to that picture of my shit. Oh, no. And then I set her alarm. So I wash my hands, you know, flush, whatever, do my business, get done. And I throw the phone down on her bed. And I was like, there you go. She's like, there's a picture of shit on my phone. Get rid of it. I was like, I'll show you how to get rid of it, but I'm not going to do it. So it was my way to teach her, like, I can show you and then you learn. And she's like, no, just fucking get rid of it. I was like, no, I'm going to teach you how to get rid of it. You can take any picture you want right now and put it as your background and your lock screen. She's like, just get fucking get rid of it right now. I was like, mom, just log in. She's like, oh, if I log in, it's not there. I was like, exactly. So she logged in and she realized that since there's no icons on her iPhone because there's nothing on it. Yeah. I changed the background to also my shit. So even after she moves the lock screen, her background screen is also my dump. <laughs> oh, no. So I showed her where the alarm was. And she's like, what do I do? I was like, well, when it goes off, you just hit stop, right? Or snooze, whatever yeah. you want. So I did that for her. And 14 days later, she had still refused to learn how to remove that picture. Every time she took her phone out, every single time, there was a picture shit. She would look at me and she'd be like, can you get rid of this? I'm like, no, but I'll teach you how to get rid of it. She refused to learn oh my god so she told her husband they're on FaceTime and I'm laughing he's laughing he thinks it's hilarious right and then she's like you know when I go back I have to return this phone I was like well then you better learn how to take that (laughs) picture off because they're not going to really want to deal with you anymore if you're handing back phones that are like covered in shit pictures and uh, she didn't learn but her husband did it when we got back to the airport he's laughing the whole time but now she has one of those phones right and she still refuses to use Siri why I, I don't know I don't know Hey, how late is that restaurant open? Ask Siri. What? Just do it for me. Find out. Call them. It's like, I would have to go into Google to get their number. Yeah. You can, you're holding the phone. Yeah. Just type it in. She's like, I don't know how to do this. And I was like, I just told you how to do it. Say, you also
0: don't need to do anything. You literally just need to say to Siri, something.
1: what time is Boston Pizza open till? Boston Pizza is open till 11 p.m. Like It's very simple. Yeah. And she refuses to do it.
2: Was your 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 was